Hello there. I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. Ahoy and Combo Hunter, also known as just Hunter. And I'm Drew, also known as Drew Comic. Woo! And we're joined this week by writer of The Flash, co-writer of Flashpoint Beyond, and many other things he's written in his career, uh, Jeremy Adams. Jeremy, Yay! thanks for joining us. <laughs> you are so our... You're our second Flash writer on the show. We had Joshua Williamson on near the okay. end of his Rebirth run, so we got to keep the streak going here. Yeah. <laughs> Flash writer Williamson's here. the one that I'm like constantly like sending notes, like, so where did you leave this character, or where did you leave, you know, <laughs> like because well, when good. I got when I got the Flash, it was like, I mean, there's a I knew I knew a lot, but I it's it's so deep. The 700 well. issues, 700 yeah, plus. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay, you know, and and also DC's rebooted like a hundred times. So I'm like, wow, where's what? <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah, for sure. Right. We yeah, usually... he's, he's technically we we've had all Flash creators on. We've had Mark Wade on the show as well. Nice. Uh, we've had Scott Collins on the show. We've we've had a, we've had a good streak of Flash writers. And as a mega Flash fan, I'm cool with it. You That's know, right. I just say we keep it rolling. So yeah, <laughs> thanks for joining us here. We start off these interviews kind of the same way when we have someone on for the first time, and that's, we're asking your origin story. How did you get to where you are now writing The Flash? Oh, man. So, um, I mean, it's a long involved story. It depends on which version of the story you want. <laughs> yeah. But but the comic book version is, um, I have been making, you know, my career is in writing for movies and television. Mm-hmm. mostly and mostly Warner Brothers animation and generally that and Lego and then I I did a stint on Supernatural which was really great um, but you know I grew up with comic books my dad had drawn a couple of comic books when I was a kid I didn't know he hadn't done very many and then I subsequently found out he did like you know five or six issues of Captain Adam in the 80s but like Ghosts oh, and Doctor awesome. 13 so I always had I was always reading comics as a little kid and then when my parents got divorced that was a way to kind of connect Anyways, Warner Brothers Animation, by the way, this is about the level, the insanity of energy that I'm going to be projecting on you guys. I like it. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so, uh, uh, Warner Brothers Animation is kind of known for doing really faithful ad- adaptations and um, interpretations of DC Comics. And so, I, I, all I know is I had been trying to break into comic books my entire life and gotten close a couple of times. But then what happened was, Dan Didio called over to Warner Brothers and said, I want a list of your your best animation writers. And somehow some fool put me on that list. <laughs> and so we go, we go to the DC Comics uh, office, which is, I don't think they, they moved out of it, but it's amazing. You walk in and it's just like, there are all the lanterns and, you know, giant, like, it's just really like nerdy me is just like, just calm down. Oh freak out. Like, don't lose your mind. What year we, was this? This, uh, this is about uh maybe six months before the pandemic oh, so wow. like two, like two and a half three years ago I, okay. time is really weird now right yeah <laughs> and um and so we're sitting at this table and dan didio comes in and he starts telling us about 5g and he's got all this stuff <laughs> and, and i'm just like and he's like the music man you know he's like the guy's like oh we got trouble oh right here and he's like telling us and i'm just like oh my gosh this sounds insane and, you know, and like, <laughs> but at the same time i'm like i don't know just shut up jeremy whatever they want you to do i i am in and um and i was super excited and they they sent us a way to do some pitches and i remember because my friend tim sheridan and my friend eric crosco crosco writes on batman unburied that spotify show oh, and man. um tim was writing teen titans academy and he also is writing flashpoint beyond with me and i remember going to a bar afterwards and seeing them there and he's like well what do you think jeremy 
should we do this? And I was like, someone asked you if you're a god. You say yes. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Great do we do this? Like, I don't understand how this is a question. So we all started sending pitches in. And uh, and then, you know, Didio left. Bob Harris left. The company, like, went through a changeover. And um, I was like, I was this close. I was, you know, and supposedly I was still on tap to do the backup for uh, Superman World at War with the Black Racer. I was, I, it was, it was like supposed to happen. Okay. Um, but I hadn't really heard anything. So this list was still there. And um, Mike Cotton, who was the editor, went to, he was like, I got this list. And he talked to Tim Sherry. He's like, I got these people on the list. And Tim's like, Jeremy, you got to get Jeremy. And so he called me and he's like, would you do anything with Shazam DC 1 million? I'm like, would I, you know, <laughs> and then, and that was the first, and that was the first script I handed in. And I, I kept thinking like, I know nothing, you know, the craft of comic books is a totally different craft. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. Burning page turns and stuff. I mean, I think I intuitively knew because I, you know, my wife's annoyed at all the long boxes I have. Like I, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like I've read, I've read forever. So I kind of knew. But you can tell, especially in the DC 1 million, the, the first, it's just very word heavy. And I, you know, I was kind of trying to figure out what's what. And um, I did it and it evidently it was, it was fairly successful. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of internal, I don't know if Future State was successful, but I just know that internally <laughs> they were like, hey, this is great. Jeremy didn't give us much flack and he, he did the thing. Mm. And so Cotton came to me and he said, uh, he's like, do you have any ideas for the flash? And I'm like, do I have ideas? Oh, the most beautiful. It was, no, it was that casual. It was that casual. I think. Oh, man. I think they were just like, we don't know what to do. You know, I think there was oh. this kind of vibe, like we don't know what to do with the Flash. And I'm going, wow. I've got six billion ideas. Like, which one do you want? <laughs> and they're like, we'll take the Quantum Leap one. I'm like, great, let's do Quantum Leap. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you know? so cool. And um, and but that was that was also a way for me to like kind of figure out Wally for myself. Mm -hmm. and it was a way to kind of like jump into the different flash family and kind of just feel out what i wanted to do and and plant seeds and i knew that i was headed toward uh the heroes in crisis moment because i i always felt like that was the elephant in the room mm -hmm. and i and i i was just like that's not i i i love tom king i love all that stuff i'm just saying for me like like I want, I want my superheroes. Like for me to write this guy and love this guy, I I can't have him be a murderer. So it was like <laughs> I'm I'm going to fix this now, you know. Thank and you. I knew that Williamson had had like a panel. It was like, you know, Reverse Flash was like, I was here, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, no, we need to be explicit, you know. Yeah. And I I said yeah. I want, I was like, no, Wally has to save everybody. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> they like he's got to save everybody. I got this whole plan. He's gonna jump into Barry's body at the same time, and Barry's gonna be like, and Wally's gonna be like, I know where I am, and he's gonna do this thing. And they're like, Nope. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> So they said, but we can give you Roy. You can have Roy. You can have a moment with Roy. So it's like, okay. So I did that, <clears throat> and obviously for me, it's like a dream come true. I did it with all these different artists. Mm -hmm. Kevin McGuire, like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. Justice League International was my everything. So the <laughs> fact that like I got to do a segment, like a Super Friends segment with Ke Kevin McGuire was amazing. And so at that point, I don't know. I just kept thinking they're going to fire me any minute. And then I kept thinking they haven't fired me. So I'm going to not let them ever let me go. <laughs> you know? nice. and, then I, and then I just kept, kept like, you know, I, especially in my early interviews, it was always like, uh, 
it was always like, listen, uh, as long as I'm writing Wally, he's not going to die, you know? But listen, <laughs> if I get off this book, I don't know, you know, it was kind of like a weird threat. It was, right? it was like a reverse hostage situation. Yeah, like, you know, I, I don't want to let him go. I don't want, I don't want the next writer to kill him, but I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. So you should buy my book, you know? And, <laughs> and, um, and so the flash, um, from what I hear though, you know, you never know. It's like, it's been steady and it's like slightly gone up, but it hasn't had the, um, attrition that a lot of the books have had. So mm. I think they're very happy. They're like, oh, this is steady. We don't really have to mess with it. Um, but, you know, I always, I want people, and, and this is the other thing. It's like, people didn't know Wally's back. People still don't know Wally's back. Right. In my comment section all the time, I get, wait, Wally's back in the right. book? And I have to tell people <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, Flash 768, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, there, read it. It's our <laughs> second year here. Yeah. And yeah. People, and I, people all, have all been begging to get him back. Like people are like, when when's Wally coming back? When's he back? Like he's back. Like he's in the and, title. And, and I made a full post on that. Like, what more do you need to see? Like everything <laughs> yeah. we've asked for for years since. I mean, 2016 is like the beginning of it with DC Rebirth one. But really, yeah. I've been asking for it since the new 52. Like right. Flashpoint. This is what we want, people. Right. Buy it. Right. Right. It's probably I the costume think... at this point. Like yeah, people know, probably are so used to that costume. That's what's so funny. It's like I don't, I don't have an opinion on the costume. I support the full count. You know, so so that's why there was that moment in like the last issue where people were kind of giving me flack, like, why does Wally have stealth suits? And I was like, listen, I really wanted it to be a closet of like all his costumes. That's awesome. You know, so that you know, <laughs> it's like style. any given day he could be like, I I like this one, you know, or whatever. <laughs> uh, because I don't I don't really have druthers, um, and I'm also I I'm also still new enough that I don't want to I don't want to make too many waves. <laughs> you know yeah of yeah. course so but 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 i i've had a lot of fun i mean the way that i approach it is kind of like tv series wise it's like i will do like a three issue arc and then i'll do kind of like single fun issues and then back to three issue arc and that was working up until gem worlds and then um and then they were like hey we need you to do uh, war, war for earth three um hmm. which was something that they had asked me about long time before but then then suddenly i wasn't writing it and then suddenly i was writing it i was like oh okay and yeah, it was got confusing there whether or not you were doing the flash issue yeah, yeah. it was confusing for me too and, <laughs> and also like it was one of those things where you know sometimes they'll just do the covers and um i you know i don't necessarily have any say in the covers and i was like oh so mirror master's in this they're like oh not necessarily and i was like no 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 it's on the cover <laughs> That drives, <laughs> that drives me crazy yep. as a comic yeah. fan like it drives me crazy that's my internal battle and i'm like mm -hmm. well he's in it now i gotta yeah. figure out how to put me you know and so we did that and tim was doing titans academy and then um and then i got a couple a couple issues you know uh and again it was like i did you know the issues with ace and then um, and then it's right into the search for barry allen and then they wanted me to extend that but I have so many loose threads in my own book too. I'm like, how do I, how do I do this? You know, it's monthly, so it's like. Oh, I, I wish it was bi-weekly again. Yeah, that was I the great the time as a Flash fan. It was so yeah, fun. It was so great. <laughs> Me too. So, I agree. So I, I got to imagine. I mean, you already talked about sales. I got to imagine with the Dark Crisis tie-in, sales got a boost to some degree, just because people are like, 
you know, going to jump on because of, you know, the road to dark crisis and they see the checklist, like, all right, I need to read search for Barry on that panel that you posted. It got me 10,000 likes. I got to imagine that <laughs> 10,000 people are enjoying it. So, uh, you I know. hope so. I hope so. It was different too, because they marketing started letting me post some panels, you know, that, and that, I think, that's great. I think that generated some excitement. And I got to tell you, like, I didn't even post my favorite panel from the next issue. Like there's, there's like a panel that I'm like, Ooh, I'm like really excited about. And then, Amon K has been doing an incredible job and um, the next three issues are, I always feel like, I, you know, it's such a visual medium. And I think sometimes writers get kind of, um, they get, you know, maybe too much over, over focused sometimes. Like, I, I hope I'm a good writer. I never know. But it's like, I also want, I also want these artists because it's so visual. My goal is to give them a script and have them go, oh my gosh, that was so fun. Or, oh, I can't wait to draw that because if they're invested and they're excited about drawing it then um you know that's that's everything and so you see there's a there's a panel of like the um uh not i'm trying to figure out what not to say but like there's the race <laughs> car and it has the lightning bolts on it and stuff and like that was i think that was the first panel that amon k sent back and i was like holy crap this is awesome he's he's really invested and he's excited about it and so we have three issues of like some some real bananas stuff and then i i have written an issue that comes place right after dark crisis which i'm more than excited because fernando is like can we just do this like because it's really <laughs> it's really lunatic and um but yeah like a few months ago in my bid to try to like convince them to let me stay on forever i sent them like a three-year outline i was like here wow this is, this is, nice. this is what i want to do for every issue here's the log line here's what the wow. covers should look like I don't think they're going to listen to me, but still, you know, I think, like, I think it's this kind of insane moment where like, okay, he's crazy. Like, you know, but, but, but if we, <laughs> you know, if we switch, you know, who's, who's going to guarantee that this guy has got this weird plan, you know? So I have some cool flash stuff planned for January. I'm already writing for like, uh, you know, March of next year. <laughs> Almost a year. Jeez. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's but that, stupid. That, that's a good thing. It's better to be on track so. than... Well, you know. it is, but also there's a lot of stuff happening, right? So there's that's stuff true. happening in the DC Universe, Discovery uh, Plus, and like, I don't know how that shakes out. And I'm just trying to be nimble and like, okay, what can I do? What can I help with? You know, and, and I'm so... I've been wanting to be in this position forever that I'm like... I'll write anything else. Here's Here, yeah. 12 pitches for other books, but also, like, if you want to do North the miniseries, I'm your guy. Like, whatever <laughs> it is, I'm ready. You know. Was Flash your first like choice? Like, is that what the the first one you wanted to do? That was or the first was there... one they offered me. <laughs> so, if you so, could have any character, what would you pick? That's. I mean, probably like full disclosure. Like, I'm a big Ted Cord Blue Beetle guy. Nice. Um, that was a big that was a big thing for me growing up and i i love ditko and and that was one of the first books i remember getting um i know everybody says the bad family i do i do like the bad family i i, I was a big uh robin year one tim drake uh, chuck dixon run when dixon was running the back group i was like really invested uh, the best. like the when, best. Di when it was nightwing <laughs> and robin and they were dipping into each other all the time so it was so good and then it was like batman fugitive bruce wayne murderer and all that yep. that was that was really cool to me um 
but uh, I'm trying to think of other characters because I like so much. The Ju Justice League International was a big deal. Obviously, mm -hmm. you can tell that my humor is kind of in that vein, kind Definitely. of snarky, Definitely. at least in The Flash so far. I think what I've tried to do with The Flash, too, is there are there are a lot of serious adult books and I'm trying to make a book that I, it's still okay to read to my nine-year-old, you know, right. it's still fun. It's something that, cause I, I, I know a lot of people that work at comics co stores and they're just like, I don't know what to give young readers. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what to start them out on. Now I want flash family flash to be that kind of like, you can jump in. It's more Silver Age than anything. It's like it's it a lot of adventure. It's a lot of craziness, and 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 it's and it's also me like getting to explore DC universe. <laughs> you know, like like it's like oh I and not, and no one's stopping me. Like it's like, I'm going to Gem World. I'm I'm fighting Eclipso, and I'm expecting yeah. like you can't do that. I'm like no okay, no one's saying no. Okay, great. Like, you know, like that's so much of my process of like sending it in and going. I wonder if this is the one. I wonder if this is the one. Did <laughs> they know? say no to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Did any of your plans for The Flash change after the announcement? Or maybe you were told beforehand of Death of the Justice League and Dark Crisis? Yeah, I mean, it, it changed in so much that, like, I have some other threads that I've obviously been building. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, I'll just... Some of them is the fact that Mr. Terrific... Wally's working for Terrific Tech, right? And 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 his team there. And we haven't spent that much time on it because I, I'm. It's no nobody's fault. It's just the fault that it's like we need to we need to sell this thing more because then I feel like they would give it to me twice a month and it'd be easier to tell the story. <laughs> oh, I wish, I wish. But people like forget about it. It's like he's there and they're building something and they're messing. They're kind of building something that has to do with the thread later on down the line. And okay. then we have uh, Wolf at Iron Heights and what's going on there. And then we have, uh, uh, there's a couple other like little things that I, I, I did during the 768 run, which was like on 769, you know, like Wally whispers something to Gold Beetle. I was like, what is that? I know what that is. I just wish everybody else did at this point, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, the, the one that drives me absolutely crazy is um, I, was gonna I was gonna have Linda talk to Wally earlier about her powers. Oh, it's been agonizing waiting. <laughs> it's no, been agonizing not. for me. <laughs> so, so, I mean, just to let you know, like, I keep going, like, okay, this is going to be the issue. And then, um, and then, and then there'll be, like, just kind of like, okay, we're doing this crossover and stuff. And I'm like, okay, because I, I, you know, it's like, I want to have a discussion here, you know? And I'm not saying, um, I don't think we have to wait that much longer, but, uh, in the air. It, it, you know that stuff i i wanted it always moves and flows you know jay i wanted i knew jay was going to get his powers back but um there's some other stuff like in that same run uh the flash planet i know what that is i know it's not the exact one from dc 1 million it's kind of a proto uh flash planet and i kind of i kind of know what that looks like too and um and so i have a lot of these weirdo plans but <laughs> we'll see <laughs> you know it's it's like we said it's the perfect you know reverse hostage like you know just let me keep writing we get to see some more ideas i'll give you a little bit more <laughs> totally totally i'm having a lot of fun doing it i mean it's it's um as a writer it's wildly addictive it feels like what it must be to be a stage actor versus 
um, TV or movies, because when I do animated movies, I won't see the result of that for almost two years later. Right, and right. and oh, so yeah. suddenly I'm doing interviews on something that I did two years ago. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did this and I did this. And then with the TV, like live action TV, it was there was a shorter period of time. It's like you write it and then you know, a couple months later it'll be done. But comic books, I mean, obviously I'm I'm ahead of what I should be. But that's because I'm a I'm a deranged puppy on speed. <laughs> uh, but there's also like, oh, you wrote this thing and immediately artists are sending you pages back and then suddenly you're getting inks and colors and you're like this oh, is gonna be crazy. you know it's really 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 amazing and addictive <laughs> and then you meet people like jeff like i'm working with jeff on flashpoint beyond and and you just start like hearing different people's approach to it so i don't i don't imagine that i'm gonna my stuff is gonna look the same today than five years from now you know <laughs> So fingers crossed. Yeah. So you're very high energy and I think you take that approach to the flash. I mean, I think that's fair to say. Sure. Um, and it's, and it's clearly evident in the way you write Wally West, you know, he's, yeah. you know, even in the last issue where him and Ace are going around and Ace is like, they're like the odd couple, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> right. He's like, all right, take it down a notch guy. And Wally's like, right. listen, I'm having fun out here. I'm li <laughs> he's, he's like, I don't know how long I got. All right. I'm living my best life. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Honestly, that's also intentional just in terms of like, um, I don't think Wally's like that all the time. I just think Wally's been through such extreme trauma and stuff. There's a certain cal recalibration. And also, I am I think I'm having a, a slightly different characterization of, of Ace a little bit. And I and I enjoy Wally being silly. But I I know with my cousins and people that I grew up with, I'm 1,000% sillier. I'm a 1,000% more of a weirdo. Like, you know, you're kind of stuck in that age. Like, when you get with your brothers and sisters, you're pushing each other's buttons. And if they do have this long history now, um, that's how it feels like to me. It's like he's just a little sillier and a little like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But if it came to it, I think Wally would have it handled, you know. Right. Yeah. So right. so that's obviously been your approach to Wally. Now, you've been one of the few writers to dare touch, you know, giant Irie of like how it, it can be <laughs> tough to write kids in a superhero book. But yeah. obviously having young daughters of your own, I mean, I think that has helped you know balance your approach right that's been what you based giant Irie off of yeah i it's been a huge part of it i think i really fell in love with it because my daughter wrote the issue where they went to the daddy daughter dance with me and that was like such a huge that was a cool moment to see my daughter like light up about this other little girl and i you know obviously i'm a dad so that becomes a little easier i'm also a product of the 80s so it's like monster squad and goonies and all that stuff it's like really important to me and then it it just it falls into the place that like for whatever reason DC right now doesn't have really young superheroes, and I'm yeah. just like, you know, they've aged up everybody. That's, and that's I'm what like, made the '90s great, Young Justice and all right. that stuff. Oh, right. I mean, literally, Young Justice. I mean, when Jeff was writing Young Justice, there was this issue where like they stole the Batmobile and they wrecked it <laughs> Teen Titans and, doesn't yeah, play, yeah yeah Teen Titans thank you think Teen, Teen Titans even though I, I keep getting them confused because they were like the same line they're back-to-back -back runs yeah yeah and it was like you know Batman's like why is my car in San Francisco or whatever and I was like that is hilarious <laughs> you know um and I I kind of also morphing you know obviously the Flash is becoming this it is it is a family and so you can kind of see how I'm kind of like sifting through just Wally and then it's like Wally and a Wally and his family and Wally and Ace and then and then we're bringing in more of the family and because 
because it's it is a it is almost like if there's a yin yang symbol it's like there's the bat family and then there's the light side which is like wally's family and i think that flash is so overpowered if we like think of it critically i have a, a scene where mr terrific during the when this the spear lands that the glaive that has a clipso in it and he's being taken over and he's just like you are probably the most powerful person on the planet and i really do believe that because if you can just go back in time and yeah. go light and all that stuff it's like what's really <laughs> going to stop you except you and so having a family that can do that is really exciting it's there's almost like a fantastic four element to it well that's that's exactly yeah. what, what that's one <laughs> of our questions it's literally written on the docket here yeah. is, you know, <laughs> I mean, you gotta stop me because i'll ramble man no we, 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 we appreciate it we all cost yeah. that <laughs> On YouTube, it says Jeremy Adams interview, not, you know, us three interview. They listen to us all the time every week, you know. Yeah. They, they get all of us. We get one hour of you. So, uh, you know, fa Fantastic Four is obviously, you know, when Linda first got her powers, I was like, all right, it's a one-off thing. They did it with Iris in the New 52, whatever. Yeah. And then the next issue, I'm like, okay, wait, maybe this is not a one-off thing. This might be more. Uh -huh. And now it's gone on a few issues, obviously. Maybe not your choice. Like, obviously, you haven't been able to deal with it yet, but it's like, it's got my mind work and it's got the gears right. turning and it's like wait could this be a fantastic four book with the two kids and and i uh linda and wally and it's like whoa that could really work for flash i i think it would be really cool i'm not saying that's what's happening uh <laughs> you know obviously i pushed linda um i was kind of like one of the things that, again no one's stopping me so i don't know what to tell you like i was just like there's a lot of superhero girlfriends that happen to be reporters oh making her an author so much better i like that a lot. yeah and I, I i really it's that romancing the stone um kathleen turner thing where it's like oh you know she's a writer that's natural and i think it could be really fun and the annual is uh yeah, the, for the it's funny for the um the preview they the what they put for the blurb really didn't have anything to do with uh, it um, but <laughs> it's it's really we're gonna get the chance. You heard it here first. We're gonna get a chance to like read an abbreviated version of Linda's novel, which oh, uh, oh. which I think will be really fun. Um, and uh, that's gonna be that's just gonna be fun. And I think that's just gonna be a part of their life from uh, going forward a little bit because it's hard. There's so many characters in the Flash family and trying to balance them all out and give everybody time um, and giving everybody moments uh with jay getting the name surged from the speed force surge and to rectify that situation too uh, again i'm a very hopeful guy so it was really fun to be able to do that and have that connection and the gem world one was supposed to go another issue uh so everything was abbreviated a little bit for my taste um and um but yeah it's 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 super fun to be able to to and and and, and the stupid little jokes like i ray cannot figure out her code name and she won't for a long time <laughs> so, yeah, so we've been calling her irie pulse since uh you know like 2019 yeah. uh, since 2009 rather since flash yeah. rebirth so i mean that's the one character too that like i know everybody's itching it's like bart it's another one of our questions on the docket here yeah, yeah. Them all. <laughs> well my uh my co-writer from uh the Justice Society of America movie that I did, uh, Megan Fitzmartin, who's been doing- yep, um, she's some, doing Young Justice. Yeah, she's doing Young Justice. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I can't use Bart there, but he will come back soon. Okay. Uh, 
that. Listen, I was telling everyone in the comments that when they're like, where's Bart? Like getting all mad. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They got him in Young Justice. He he He's probably can't even comments. use him. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's it's yeah. not Jeremy being like, oh, I'm not, I'm yeah. not putting in Bart. <laughs> Flash family, you're out. Yeah, no, none of that. None of that. I mean, it's it and it's also again, it's like, you know, listen, I'm a fan too, so it's hard because I'm a super critical fan when uh, uh, certain things, and then being on the other side of it, you're sitting there going like you want what you want and we also have an outlet to be able to tell people what you want uh so mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard because i really want um you know there's a lot of stories to tell and i feel like i need more time <laughs> you know so exactly it makes sense uh kind of going away from the flash for a second we'll probably come back but flashpoint beyond back. you're yeah. also right yeah, one question oh yeah, one question real quick Go ahead. yeah characters uh tornado twins yeah we ever see tornado twins i wanted to see them <laughs> drew drew is the only tornado twins fan like in existence by the way like he's been talking about them since like maybe 1958 before he was even born <laughs> <laughs> um i don't have any specific plans i do feel like that i think there's a place for barry to have a real conversation with iris about the fact that his protege is surpassing him in like milestones of life, you know, as children. Right. Right. <laughs> there, that's, I think that's one of the things I found about Wally that I, I really find kind of attractive is like, he's the most well-adjusted hero. I mean, definitely sidekick, if not hero, like, I don't know who else has a, as a family life and kids that seem to be, you know, handling all in the DC universe. Um, there, there are people like I put in Maxine Baker and, and like people like that, that I'm like, who else is young and I can, I can, uh, you know, steal for my own little. Roy Harper had a daughter, but. Uh, I know. She, you grew uh, up, right? that one. Yeah. Superman yeah. kind so of was in tornado, that area. The Tornado Twins, I've been thinking, I've been thinking about. Not, not, nothing specific. So I don't want to, I don't want to burst your bubble, but like, like, you know, like, like that's the fun thing about to me like doing that issue where wally sees his daughter and that's always something that as a dad it would be amazing it, to see if my daughter was doing well in the future and be like oh, oh that my was, God, that was a load off, right that was great so so there's also a feeling to me like you know obviously in that i i was writing that gold beetle and jay were dating and you know iris getting engaged and i was just like man i would love to tell a story in that timeline or that era just to see where everybody is and if I did, then I imagine Tornado Twins would be there, probably. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's all I can say. Okay. Anyway. Listen, you get you gave all four Tornado Twins fans like some kind of hope. <laughs> <laughs> all tens and tens of them are very happy. They're, they're excited. <laughs> so you're obviously a great storyteller, not just from comics, but even just here on the podcast, just telling how you got these gigs and everything. So Flashpoint Beyond, how did that come to be? Was did Jeff approach you or did No. Uh Tim and I uh Tim and I talk almost like every day. <laughs> nice. Tim and I came into animation uh, fairly close to the same time. We started working on Justice League Action at the same time. That's how we met each other. Okay. Uh Justice League Action in the show called Legend Quest. And and so we 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 started we became friendly, but when the comic book thing happened, we became uh two people on a life raft <laughs> you know <laughs> and just kind of like <clears throat> trying to figure our way out way through it and just asking quite like you know back and forth and so we developed a really good friendship with that and so we started talking about ideas and we started kicking around this really kind of crazy idea 
that involved Flashpoint, the Flashpoint universe. And then Loki kind of came out and we're like, crap, this is kind of the idea we wanted to do. But we oh. thought we could change it and we can kind of do this or this. And then Cotton again, uh, Mike Cotton, who's the editor, said, um, what if we got Jeff? You know, this is his universe. What if we got Jeff involved? And of course, Tim and I like, of course, sure. <laughs> like, like, you can't pull this off. Like, he's running a TV show, like, you know, and movies. Yeah. There's no way. And sure enough, he, he's like, you know, uh, let, we, were, we met at, at, at the steakhouse. And, um, <laughs> you know, you this is the thing. I mean, the, the very candid thing is like, I've read so much of Jeff's stuff, you know, and so I love so much of Jeff's stuff. And there's so much controversy and weird stuff. And you just don't know. I've met heroes of mine in Hollywood and it hadn't turned out great. And some it turned out great. And I was really nervous uh, from meeting somebody. I really enjoyed their writing. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out to be like, oh, he's he is so much in love with comic books that like when he sat down, it's it, he really put us at ease. The fanboy in me was just like, okay, just don't be an idiot, Jeremy, you know? <laughs> and then we all just kind of had like a really good collaborative, you know, conversation. And he was really cool. Like he's super, super cool. And I mean, too cool to be that knowledgeable about comic books is how I, did. I, like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're too fit too, bro. Like what's uh, he's the day walker, right? So anyways, um, uh, we started getting together and it just, and we just kind of hit it off. Like Tim, him and I would sit in a room and we broke it like a television series and we would just whiteboard it. And this happens and this happened. No, this happened and argue and push back. And, and then, um, but you know, how much are, how much arguing can I do with Jeff Johns when it comes to comic books? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it's <laughs> a good sentence. <laughs> he's written more than I will think about. Like when we did a signing at collector's paradise, it was like, people would come to this, you know, with this giant omnibus. Goosh, could you sign my flash omnibus? And I'm looking at the thing like, <laughs> that is bigger in thickness than my head. That's crazy, <laughs> you know? So what am I, what am I really going to say? But, but we would, I mean, we got to a point where we could, we'd be really friendly and push back and, mm -hmm. and, and got some really cool ideas. And I, I mean, honestly, aside from the art being unbelievable, Zermanico is unbelievable. I am learning so much about, comic books in this experience and especially the way that jeff writes comics because it's everything is not necessarily contained it means so much more it has ripple effects that will affect things for years to come even if he doesn't write them years to come he'll get back to it and it's like oh my gosh there's all this stuff that it's gonna it's gonna mean so we've had such an incredible uh, i i've enjoyed every moment hanging out and just writing comics and talking comics with Jeff. It's been, it's been remarkable. Tim and I are still like, this is so stupid. We should not be in this room. And, and, and there's a comparison to be made between, you know, kind of you and Jeff flash in the sense of like, he followed Mark Wade, who did this long historic run. You're following Joshua Williamson who did this right. long historic run. You both started out with a kind of a weird out there arc. Like you did the quantum <laughs> yeah. leap. He did flash wonderland, which was, you know, yeah, out there, you know, like yeah. that's uh, it's kind of like an interesting, like how you guys both took over the book, you know. Yeah, it's, and Jeff was relatively unknown in comics when he took over the Flash. Yeah, you know, it's you weird. Much like that's that's cool. It's kind of like a, I don't know what it is about the Flash that makes it kind of like a fun entry point. I don't know, you know. It's like I, honestly, I mean, the funny thing too is like I haven't even had my first trade out yet here in America. It's taking forever. It's terrible. terrible. They're killing you. 
terrible. Like I got the French version. It's so beautiful. And I and, and by the way, the American version is not even all your issues. It's other <laughs> issues too. What? I know, I know. Shinnick and yeah. Uh, but I, I remember going like, uh, it, it's still a pinch me moment, but it is like that weird thing where you're like, somebody came up at the sign and like, oh, Jeremy, I really love the way you write Wally. Sorry, Jeff. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, you know, that, that's weird. Feels wrong, and then, right? And then Mark, um, he lives like a couple blocks away from me. And I had never met him. And I was sitting there on Twitter and it was like, Mark Wade signing at, uh, you know, at the comic bug in Santa Monica. And I was like, honey, I gotta go. And I like jumped in the car <laughs> and I like floored it over there. And, and then I'm like, I just total nerd. I was like, hi, Mr. William. Uh, my name is Jeremy Adams. He's like, oh, oh, I, I love your run. And I was like, oh, okay. You know? <laughs> no, I was supposed to say that to you. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we had lunch and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is so fantastic. But I, I could totally see, because I think for many years, I don't think he, I don't think he read The Flash. I think, I think it's, and I could see it. I could see it coming. The day when I'm 95 and they kicked me off The Flash, <laughs> they say, uh, you know, it, it, it won't be that, but but it's like it'll be hard, right? To like an ex-girlfriend, like it's, yeah, how could you totally. how could you even look? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. How do you even look? That that is the thing. That, that's crazy that you know to to talk to Mark Wade like that. We interviewed Mark on the show, and that was like one of the craziest experiences of my life. And I couldn't even explain it to my friends who don't know comics because they're like, oh, you talk to a writer? I'm like, no, no, right. no, no. I talked to Mark <laughs> yeah. Wade. Yeah. It's different. Come, we finished buddy. the interview yeah, and my yeah. jaw was still on the floor and we were all like in disbelief, like, oh my God, we just did this. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird, that's a weird function. Of, um, it's just weird. Like I ended up working with Bruce Tim on a couple things and 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 it was like, I had I'd been told that, you know, that he, he will hate you and you know whatever and uh and we did batman soul the dragon and it was like within an hour it was like oh my gosh we he we like each other <laughs> you know <laughs> and that was such an outlier and it was like oh uh, and then and then you but you do you talk to your heroes like jm de mateas who's like the most humble man in the world i don't know if i'm saying his name last name right i always just say jm from just oh, league hunter's National. known on this show for always pronouncing last names wrong so you're not right. alone here yeah well yeah. I, you know what <laughs> That's a product of just being a comic nerd, right? Like, we didn't know how to pronounce Professor Xavier. I always said Xavier. Like, that's how I always said it. And then, like, you don't know until somebody does a live action. You're like, I don't know if that's how you say it. Well, you know? even even Wally's son. I say yeah. Jai, you say Jay. Who knows yeah. what's the right answer? I mean, it's probably, it, it is probably Jai. But, like, I always think, I always think like, um, uh, what was the other one? Shay, I always said Shang-Chi. Like I was like, Shang right, right, not Shang. You know, and then the movie I, comes out. Yeah, they're like Shang Chi, and it's racist if you say Shang. I'm like, wait, oh what? Oh man, like, no man, I'm working on Mortal Kombat. Shang Tsung is Shang Tsung. It's not Shang Tsung, you know. So it's like you don't know as a comic nerd. It's like we don't know. They put all these crazy names out, and we're just trying to figure it out. There's no problem. Hunter, you better be listening to this. You have an excuse now every oh, time you pronounce yeah, the name wrong. I'm just a comic fan. We don't yeah. know until we see them in a movie right. or a show or something like that, and right. then it's corrected for us. Yeah, that's Is the it, same thing with like fantasy. I love fantasy books too. And it's like, I don't know how Drizzt Dorden's name is pronounced or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. And, and and then with JM though, like I met him and that was like, I was like, oh my gosh, guy did JLA, Craven's Last Hunt. Like he's just done a ton of stuff. And when you, and like Mark Wade, it's like King and he's just done so much. Master. And it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. 
I, I was gonna ask like what flash i mean obviously you've been reading comics for a long time yeah what flash was your you know did you read any to prep for the to take over the book or yeah i mean i i went i went it's funny it's like it's like a combination of wade and justice league unlimited <laughs> you know well it, that's very clear that like your wally's very justice league unlimited style <laughs> yeah. which we love we all love you know right and it's comics right and then like digging into wade stuff and john's stuff and just and just going back to like silver age wackiness like the covers in the silver age are the best and i like <laughs> I, that's probably why they don't want to do any of the covers i wanted to do because i'm just like <laughs> i'm like bro we got to make it crazy like you're gonna give us the thousand pound flash running on yeah, the, yeah, uh... yeah. <laughs> but like uh uh the seven i think it was 776 the dr fate issue i was straight oh, up, yeah, like, oh when he's reading the flash <laughs> yeah I, and i was like we gotta straight up do the stop you know the the cover yep, is like iconic you know, wally's life depends on you You know like i want that type of like craziness when you read <laughs> the great. cover because because i you know my this is just my personal opinion and i obviously don't have this is not my characters and it's not my book but like i if i'm scanning the books shelf and i see flash going like hey you you know or whatever <laughs> i'd be like well, I got to check it out. I think that's about I think that's, that's correct. Like, you know, it's it's the never ending story in me. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know. You got to do it. <laughs> Makes so, sense. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll read one of the listener questions that we have here. If it says, why do you, why do you suck? Please don't read it. I don't right, know. I'll, I'll skip that one. We'll skip that one. I, I was going to start we'll with that. that. <laughs> no, uh, this one, uh, this is from Comics Germ. He sent a little bit of a. A message and a question that says okay. for the man himself 774 is probably my favorite issue of your run so far since it focuses on wally and irie being a new father this issue meant a lot to me and first off i just want to thank you for that issue in particular but as for my question what was your favorite moment or issue to write so far um his daughter's name is irie by the way he uh, yeah. recently oh, really her name is irie yep amazing. he's a friend of the show that's amazing um obviously you know, because I have two daughters and it's huge. And I actually gave, I think, half the paycheck uh, to my, my <laughs> one daughter when I wrote the the daddy-daughter dance. Never give an eight-year-old that much money. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, she's super responsible about it. Like, she still hasn't paid it. But then I have a five-year-old who's looking at me and she's like, listen, you know, she just came in today. She's like, when are we going to our comic? And she's got like, <laughs> but she's five. So it's like the villains are like a jelly bean. And like, I'm like, oh, um, you know, and, but I don't even think she cares. Maybe if it's the reverse jelly bean. That, you know, that, you know, it, it was me all along while I, you know. Um, uh, my favorite thing, honestly, my favorite thing, it's hard. I really love, I really do love doing this. And I love a lot of the issues. Um, I have one coming up. I'm just ecstatic about, but uh, getting, Kevin McGuire's art back on that issue for the first half is it was preposterous. It was just, there's a moment where like, you know, I had written about how he speed slaps Lex Luthor and I just was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like there was this really like, I, this is not real because this guy that I love, I love his art when he does it. There was a great, like a Batgirl annual. I don't know if it was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. It was either him or Amanda Connor, but like Batgirl's chasing Catwoman and Catwoman knows Batgirl's a prude. So she goes into this like nudist building. And so Batgirl's like so intent on getting Catwoman. She takes off her clothes and it's just expressions. It's like all the head, you know, and, right. and it's so funny. And that's what Kevin Maguire can sell. 
so well. And I knew that that issue is just going to be dependent upon, you know, some things I've always wanted to get off my chest, like the fact that the Riddler isn't telling riddles. He's just telling dumb jokes or whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, well, when, you, when you flip the book and it's like, all right, this is going to be about Heroes in Crisis. And then you open and you're like, super friends. <laughs> Again, by the way, that was another, like the covers. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, you and see then, Barry like depressed on the ground. Uh, like I'm about to, I'm about to stop no. Wally from killing people. And then I, I open and I see Lex Luthor and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like, the covers are like you're spoiling what's we're doing you know and uh, we don't care it's like ah oh, come on anyway that's when it got that's that moment was like that's when it got real to me mm-hmm. and i really love that and then i i really love the annual because i got to write some stuff with wally and roy that i really liked but then going forward a lot of the one-off issues and and some of the crazy stuff i mean it's just i don't know like i said they they, they that that's so far has been one of my favorites, but um, again, they're letting me do crazy stuff, so I can't really complain. And I got, and the, like the search for Barry Allen, I'm like, okay, Josh, what do I have to do? He's like, this. I'm like, that's it. He's like, yes, I can do anything else. Yes. Are you sure? You're going like, to regret saying this, Josh. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> All right. Barry's got a hot rod. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I was just going, and then, and then just like, it's it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's totally fun and it's supposed to be fun like uh some of the formative runs like i remember reading writing uh i mean reading new warriors was really big for me and there's kind of a new warriors like kind of a loosey-goosey team vibe um that's that's really fun and out there and you know i have a lot of a lot of favorite comics growing up but i'm just having fun doing it and i have too many threads i and i and i feel like there's a ticking clock it's like i gotta get these threads done man because <laughs> these 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 other events keep encroaching on my threads oh that, <laughs> that's that's the struggle of being a dc writer is, right you know, especially in the <laughs> 90s like when you had like four events in a year and it's just like how do you tell a, how do you tell yeah. a story as a writer yeah yeah i'm playing the zero hour and yeah. end of day and all that and you're like how do i do this <laughs> oh my gosh it's so true I have um, uh, more fan questions here, but JD or Drew, if you guys want to ask another yeah, question. Yeah, Drew, Drew, jump in. Yeah, jump anything in you want. Anything. Except, for, except about the Tornado Twins. No more. <laughs> except for that. You're also yeah. muted. Just yeah. <laughs> um, Is there any DC book that you'd want to uh, cross over with? Any character in particular or writer? You know. Uh, yeah, um, I, I would love to do something... Um, with Wally and the Titans a little bit. I mean, like something with the Titans made me, um, I think for me, it's about exploring more of the DC universe just through the lens of Wally West. And that's a good, it's a good question. There's so many, there's so many good writers right now. It's like, who would I, I, I would, I feel, I also can't say too much because I get to, there's other, it's hard. There's other writers I mean, that you're working with. Yeah, there's other things happening, but, but also like, like I found myself uh, originally, Mr. Terrific. I I wanted to be Ted Cord because I'm like a Ted Cord nut, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, okay. and but they were doing the the blue and gold, and so they were like, hey, what about Mr. Terrific? And I was like, man, part of the joy is like trying to find my own little hook on Mr. Terrific, and <clears throat> and so I'm in my book he is becoming much more of a buckaroo bonsai character you know mm-hmm. it's this guy that has like he has tons of businesses he has a jiffy lube you know he has all this stuff mm-hmm. you don't even know how many businesses he has because he's super smart and he's and he uses it to like fund his you know terrific empire and give him a little swagger and a little bit of emotion and he's a character that i 
I find myself thinking about like, ooh, that'd be really cool if I could do that with him. Um, uh, strangely, you know, that was that was out of left field. I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect to fall in love with Maxine Baker. Like, oh my gosh, I would love to do this. I was such a, a big fan of um, Paul Miotti and Connor's uh, uh, Power, Power Girl. Um, that was such a great run of comics. And I find myself thinking about like, oh, I think she'd be a cool character to mess with a little bit because, you know, like I love Nightwing. I love Tim Drake. I love all those guys, but there's people doing stuff with that stuff right now. You know, yeah. there's no, I don't, it's like, it's also like, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard act to follow. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to, Hey Tom, can I uh, take Nightwing <laughs> for a little bit? I, yeah, I, I know see. you got Eisner awarded stuff, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I got a few ideas up my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I, always surprising me when I see Wally in other books. I'm like, oh, like, is this, like you know, he's got eyeballs in this one or whatever. Like, t- I, uh, Tom did, he he messaged me about uh, a, a little bit of uh, what Wally would do in Nightwing. I was like, oh, that's very cool. Um, but it is always interesting to me when, when he shows up someplace. And yeah. I guess you have to kind of find characters that aren't in other books, like Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner, <clears throat> something like that. <laughs> not, not, not to push you in any direction yeah, or another. Yeah, no, Listen, Green listen I already, I, I have asked. I think they have plans for that whole. I mean, obviously, they've already announced some of those plans. Right. But like, I didn't realize how much love there was as as the friendship of you know right. kyle oh. and wally in a way <laughs> <Just loved. laughs> faster, the faster friends that's a great little 90s mark wade ron mars crossover there is and, it, and it's weird because they were so cool in the 90s and then yeah. mid-2000s they're there and then all of a sudden they haven't interacted since like 2008 right. right i yeah i mean is that just because wally was off the table for a bit I don't fair, know. fair enough listen they've both been through the ringer a little bit but yeah. like i mean oh, same with roy so same with roy it's like <laughs> yeah I'm glad I you love, at least know about this. Like, after, we, we do want him. <laughs> yeah, and like after writing uh, uh, Roy in that annual, it's like, oh man, I I have a pitch for Roy. I'd love to do this. I would love to get into the Arrow family mm-hmm. too, you know. Um, but cool. I don't. I don't think they'll let me touch it. I think they're just like, no, he's fine with the Flash. It doesn't want to. Do it. <laughs> yeah. He's sending, he's sending three ever, year out. Ever get a Kyle Rayner crossover? Yeah. I mean, just you know, sales yeah, no. up to one billion. I think. <laughs> I would love X Men One. Who? No, 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 no. Yeah, Flash yeah, and Green yeah, Lantern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had I had a pitch for for Green Lantern. I have I have a couple. I won't. I'm not gonna because other people are doing other things. But I do have right. one particular pitch that I. It's my dream pitch. And I and literally every time I talk to Paul Kaminsky, I'm like, you know that pitch I sent you months ago? You should uh we should do that, right? And he's just like, Oh, Jeremy, you know, and it's like <laughs> and then I'll get you know that pitch. Like I, I am like a broken record with it. What you one know? day it's gotta happen, I think. You know, I hope like, I mean if you keep pushing it, <laughs> you keep trying. I, I think it's a matter of like if if more people like if the flash was super successful, they'd be like, Yes, Jeremy, do your right. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's like they're like Man. Read between read between the lines here, people. Buy the flash. Add it to your buy the flash. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because I didn't realize, I didn't realize how individual sales, especially in comic books, because there's there's kind of a, it's. I mean, you can see when you look at some of those things, they're they don't sell that much individually, but like the amount that they're pirated, um, oh really God, does impact on what crazy. books are stayed stay around or not stay around. Mm-hmm. And um, I I by the way. I don't get anybody other other's books. I have Marvel Unlimited and DC Infinite, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm and so I'm, like, six, so I'm always like six months behind. I'm like, Josh, so what's happening? Like, and he's like, you haven't bought my book. I'm like, 
they're four bucks a book. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like I had kids, man. Road, Road to Dark Crisis, five ninety nine. I mean, I, I had to pick between that and lunch, and I picked Road to Dark Crisis for some reason. <laughs> so so too, we got it right here. <laughs> yeah. So then I'll go to the comic book store, and then literally my wife's looking at me like, "Where are you going to put those comic books?" Like they give me comps for my books, and I'm already like, "Oh shoot! Like what am I going to do? What do I do with these?" Like you know, I, <laughs> I I'll give them away. People are like. I was like, maybe I should start like a cottage industry where I'm just selling my signature on these books online for like, <laughs> you know, for like slightly higher. You Jeremy know? underscore Adam 17 yeah. on eBay seems to totally be making a lot weird. of sales on Jeremy Adam signed books. <laughs> there might be a coincidence there. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've heard some people like they do the thing where they set up their like a booth and they, you know, these are, I mean, like artists who are, who I always consider magic people because they really are ridiculous, but you see them, they draw. I got two, I got Fernando gave me two uh, penciled. I asked him, I was like, Hey, can I have the original artwork um, for uh, Dr. Fate pointing out uh, to the, the, you know, only you can, can yeah. help the public and the first appearance of gold beetle. And he sent those to me and I was just like, Oh my gosh, if I could have that ability just to draw, and then it's like, not only could you like give it to somebody and make their millennium, but you could also like sell it for gobs of oh. money. <laughs> crazy you know? money. Yeah, someone's bought original art. Crazy money. <laughs> and that's what my, my dad's like a, a really good artist, but he never really continued uh, after, I guess, after Captain Adam. So I, I was always just kind of like, man, if I had that ability, I would just be thrown in people's faces, walking around like the king <laughs> of everything, you know? As someone who can barely draw a stick figure, I always say the same thing. Hunter's our artist on the uh, podcast. Oh, really? You know, oh, cool. he's, the, he's the talented one here. I'm trying yeah, to get you. into the industry right now. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. So. Well, like when I was watching, when we were sitting next to Jeff and, and people would be like, they'd come up and they'd go, hey, could you sign this? But also, could you draw Batman? And I was like, <laughs> and... and that's Damn, good. I've seen some guy, of the sketches. That guy can draw. And I've we're like Hawkman. I'm like, what and what? And so me and Tim are just like, shut up. Like, you know, we're not inside of jail. Like, shut up. They go to you. Now, can you draw him? Can you draw Batman? I mean, it's so, it's so. And then and then I see Tom King like post, like he just does stick figures. I'm like, yes. I, I own a Tom, I, I own a Tom King doodle. I love it so much. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't even do stick figures. No, I, I have to. I got my Tom King doodle right after Heroes in Crisis and wow. when Nightwing got shot in the head and I said, hey, could you draw Nightwing and Wally West for me? They're my two favorite characters. And he was like, he just said, I'm sorry. And I was like, that's, that's okay. Amazing. <laughs> It'll get better. That's, and he drew it for me. It was great. That's amazing. He drew, he, drew Wally, he drew Wally exploding with speed force and he drew Nightwing with a bullet in his head and he said, Tom makes me sad and then signed <laughs> it, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta have fun with it exactly yeah. exactly uh we'll make one listener uh maybe be happy here he asks uh geek.mode who is your favorite reverse flash if you talk anything remotely about zoom i'll lose it <laughs> even just the word zoom i guess yeah <laughs> i mean it's i guess it would be Z- thon him. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny is like, and people ask me about, um, I because Flashpoint was a big deal, and I to me that was like a a real creative, you know, flourish on the Flash after so many years. Like it's hard to find a new a new story in something that's been, you know, run through eighty years. Yeah, yeah, and I love the fact that it it wasn't him. You know what I mean? It Mm. was like not really. It was also it was just really kind of Barry in a way. Um, uh, but 
they asked me like, what are, what are you going to do? Uh, with reverse flash I'm, I'm not doing anything with reverse flash oh. <laughs> i'm not i mean if i had if i had a really good take um but but it's been touched by like these kings so like it's, it's, hard, to write, it's hard to write zoom because jeff johns wrote blitz and it's just like yeah you top that that's what i mean like i mean both of those i, I wrote so for the lego flash movie i wrote the lego flash movie, which is like on HBO, uh, HBO Max. I, I posted that a while ago, and I said most most accurate flash outside of comics. So yeah. you know, there's, there's something there. <laughs> but um, uh, Dwight Schultz played Reverse Flash, and he's mm. Murdoch from the A Team. And I grew up on the A Team, so I was just like, "Shut up, Murdoch is Reverse Flash. This is incredible." <laughs> um, but yeah, I I have no plans because I I think he's a super cool character, but like, what am I gonna it's, do? It's daunting. It's daunting. It's, it's definitely. Daunting. It's That's huge. what I mean. I have to have like just like that great idea. And right now maybe, I'm so far in the future with stuff that I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it'll so come. Maybe, so maybe when you're 95 and Jeff is like 105, you know, you two could do Blitz to the Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Like, no, you know, no, no. I'm going to do the worst version of Reverse Flash. That's my, that's oh, no. going to be my goal. <laughs> it wasn't it's like me, really, really dumb. And it's just like everything about him is stupid. Oh my God. Who's your, favorite, uh, who's your favorite rogue then, Jeremy? Uh, this is a, this is these are loaded questions, bro. I'm gonna have all these fans after me because if I said Pie Piper because he's friends with Wally, then I'm then I feel like that's a safe place. That but actually, place. um, I like Captain Cold a lot, and that's, I, that's that, that's the safe answer yeah. too. Everyone loves yeah. Captain Cold, <laughs> but I also like the absurdity of Captain Boomerang because <gasps> because because. He, there is absolutely no way he could be a threat. I've already mentioned this. It's like, Jay, it's like, like the Captain Boomerang, what are you going to do to this guy? Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing. But his attitude, especially the Suicide Squad and stuff, was so funny and and, and loudmouthy. Um, it's hard. I don't know, man. I, I was Listen, you did You did the, you know, arguably the best version of Rainbow Raider. I mean, he gets hit by a car. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I saw some people mad because it was like Pie Piper was in the background, but I was just like, remember this thing's affecting everybody. It was even right. affecting uh, Superman. Right. And it was always funny because people were upset too. They're like, it's not affecting Wally. That's stupid. And they were upset. And I was like, well, because there's a reason, like you got to wait. Right. You know, nobody wants to wait is, is that hard as a writer like when you see people like saying something that's like not even really correct online and it's just like oh, i want to say something it's so hard somebody somebody put i just i shouldn't have done it usually i'm very good at not responding to <laughs> you don't fall for bait <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and i usually don't respond to anything and somebody was like uh oh jeremy forced them to put flash in the war for earth three he probably forced them to do this crap i'm like not, not even close what like i'm like first of all I I don't get to force anybody to do right. this arena. And then second of all, they're like, "Hey, can you do this?" I'm like, "Yes, I can do that." <laughs> you know, because I don't want you to fire me. Right? Like, that, that's the name of the game here. I want to keep riding the flash. <laughs> uh, after after all of us have you know been on Instagram for years, comic book Instagram for years, and it's yeah. great. I mean, comic book Instagram is you know I've met some great, obviously great friends that I started a podcast with. But like, there's so many comments sometimes that I'm just like. Oh, God, I just, <laughs> Well, so time. Many, and it's also so many like upset about something that you're like just read just wait till it's done like right. wait till that arc's done right. and then lodge your complaint but don't tag the creator on the complaint yeah yeah, that, that's, no. yeah. you know and it's hard because i mean it's really hard it, it, it's as a 
as somebody that you create because you want people not you just create because you have to create but you also want people to enjoy it right and and it's funny because it's like i i find this with myself it's like i'll get 99 out of 100 like great people oh this is great and then i'll get that one person's like meh and i'm like (laughs) and like there was a comment recently it was like um and it was like a continuity thing and it was just because DC continuity is kind of in flux, you know, and, (laughs) and it was kind of like, but I, but if I find out about that, I generally, I'll try to make that a a plot point. Like I'll try to figure out how to make it make sense because that's as a nerd that grew up with comic books, I was constantly doing that. You know, it it was like the difference when I was watching, you know, star Wars between star Wars and empire strikes back and then empire strikes back and Jedi the conjecture that happened be- between that without having social media. And then after that, you're like, so I bet Boba Fett gets out this way. Like you're trying to figure out how to make it work. And I do that with comic books. So like just recently, there was a weird continuity area where in the road to dark crisis, it's like, I was about it's to ask a statue that. of the flash. Right. And oh, it has yeah. the flash, but Barry then it Allen. says Barry Allen on the next page, but then on the digital copy, it's different too. And I'm like, and I tweeted, I was like, I think I have to make this a plot point in something like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I have to fix it. I have to fix this in my brain. And for, because if I'm reading that as a fan, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta address it. I gotta fix it. You know, like, it's like when you watch lost, you're like, this better make sense. Oh, <laughs> you know? Lost. Cause so, yeah. A lot oh of people were God. talking about like, is Barry Allen's identity public now? Like, right, I know he's right. dead, but... It's crazy how, like, a, either a mistake or, like, a, you know, a little one-panel thing could start a whole, like, news, like, right. everyone's asking me, like, wait, when did they make... And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm... And, and so, as the... as What I feel like is, like, I'm the caretaker of the character, and, like, I, I want people to have a good reading uh, experience. I'm very logical, and I'm very, like, I want... I want it to be fun, but I also I also want it to make sense within the context of the Flash. Mm-hmm. So, all those like little things, I'm I'm I kind of logging in my head, and I'm like, I gotta fix this, you know. And I also don't know, you know, people are like, does everybody? Because there was a time where obviously everybody knew Wally's um, yeah, name. Started I don't, Jeff's run, and then it ended in Jeff's run. Right, and I don't. I, I have to think for me as a as a writer. B, do I do I tell people what I think uh, yet? Or can I tell people what I think and how I think it happened? That that to me is more interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, because I think it's the, we're in a unique place in DC comics where it's like no one's really codified anything in a way, right? There hasn't been a like, this is what the universe really is after like death metal or whatever. Like we don't we don't necessarily know like ace is there but how is he there you know like there's some of that stuff that i feel like with the flash especially and i feel like one of the reasons that makes this character so special is he's a character that's uniquely designed to kind of address a lot of that because he's so fast and because he can he can you know obviously i've pushed in the idea that the speed force you know when you see that grant morrison uh, map of the DC universe you've seen it yeah mm-hmm. and it's like the speed force touches everything and it, right. it, it is this kind of thing that operates everywhere and if he's able to go in it and and touch by it and other speedsters are touched by it I I think there's a lot of cool like stories you could tell there but it makes it makes him impossibly 
powerful in a way too. But that's probably why IRA is able to, you know, uh, to you know, portal to where his dad is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jay and, and IRA. They, I mean, which one of them has it depends. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> I, I'm like trying to think in, the, in my head. I'm like, wait, it's uh, you know, but uh, the fact is, I think that that there's something to that as well that allows us to examine the DC universe and actually where the continuity lies through the eyes of the speedster. And I, I, I have thoughts on that. And I, I was about, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, uh, that's interesting. Um, so you said you got like, th- you know, three years, maybe a hundred years worth of plans for the flash. Um, <laughs> I got to assume that includes flash 800, which I'm not sure what legacy issue we're on right now. What do we have? Like 780 something? Yeah. I I have my, my pitch for what that is. Um, And I, I think everybody would really love it if they let me do it. Um, But I don't know if they're going to let me do it. I'm really pushing for it because I actually think it will, I think it's a no brainer. What in a way, but I, I actually kind of stopped. I stopped my brain at 800. Because I was like, I can't, I can't keep thinking up ideas. I was going a little insane. Like, I can't keep doing that. Uh, because I also, I, and and Jeff and everybody was like, don't do that to yourself. Because right. you, could, you could literally not be on the book tomorrow. And it'll, it'll be crazy. Well, and that's the crazy thing about Whoa. comics, right? It's, it's yeah. give it and take it. They, you yeah. know, it goes, it comes and goes. Yeah. So it's like, if I, if I let my head go down and start building all these other stories, then um, uh, I would, I would go nuts. That would probably hurt worse, actually, if you yeah. had like, because you're like, oh man, I would have done this and yeah. this. Yeah, absolutely. Then you'd be return. Then you'd be returning for an interview and been like, give us all the yeah. cool pitches. It would be like, yo, that's yeah, yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah. This is what I would have done. I mean, but, but like I said, I have. I mean, I'm already very close to that. So, you know, I I I know there's there we're gonna do a big big flash stuff at the beginning of next year. I think it's going to be really, really cool. And I think it's a really interesting story point that we haven't, Flash hasn't really talked about or it hasn't really, really done. And I'm really excited about it. And then and then I know exactly what the arc is after that that gets to 800. And then, um, and then I'm stopping in my brain. Until they tell me that, until I, as we get closer, you know, and it looks like, oh, this is really happening, then I'll right. be able to go, okay, you know, brain, uh, do some weirdo stuff. I think. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll be like, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, I mean, my goal would always been like, I always thought I would love to do a flash book and I would love, I would either love to do a flash book and, and then like one week and then like a flash family book the second week or some sort of switch off anthology is like Wally Berry, you know, whatever. But I think if you had a flash family book where you could just, you could do a book with Jay in World War II, like, you know, you could do the, you know, the tornado twins or you could do you know, whatever it is. <laughs> But you could you could just do a flash story that had a speedster at the center of it every every other you know once a month would be uh, to me but again it's all about sales like it's like oh the flash right. is selling gangbusters people love it let's do another flash book right it's like how many batman books are on right now right. or like detective right. comics is what well, sometimes right. it feels like a bat family book sometimes it doesn't so yeah i mean that, and that's all the way up the corporate ladder because in animation there's always like and sadly, they get proved out. It's like, hey, I would love to do this, or I'd love to. That's why we did these um, these kind of cool DC showcase shorts. Like I, I helped with the DC Ted Cord one, and there was like a House of Mystery and stuff. And we did those little ones because um, nobody will sign off on a 
on a big one. It's like if it doesn't have Batman and our Superman, there's this prevailing thought that like no one will buy it. Justice League Dark featuring Batman. Right, right, <laughs> right. And so what happens is they end up they end up taking a risk once in a while and it never pans out. Right. Yeah, and there's a like, Green Lantern movie that's about to drop here, I believe. Yeah. That was written by uh, Ernie Outbacker, who's a great writer, and uh, he's done a lot of the Justice League Dark stuff, and um, he, all, along with John Semper, and I know a little bit about it, and um, it's it's going to be really cool. And that's the other thing too; it's like people get down on the previews, and it's like, oh, you don't even know. I have a, I have two movies coming out this year: one in the DC animated space that I think people are going to lose their minds for, and then. Um, and then another one, which I'm excited about too. So that's gonna be great. I know you can't say what it is, but does, <laughs> does it involve Batman or Superman? I, I, I mean, can't they'll say? put. I, I, oh man, <laughs> I almost got killed. You don't even know. Talk about Reverse Flash. He works for the press office at Warner Brothers, and like if I would have said something, I would have been a red know. dot on your head suddenly. Fair enough. <laughs> I would have had that sword right through the this. Thomas Wayne. Oh yeah, Thomas Wayne style. <laughs> <laughs> Never stand uh -oh. still on a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you, no, you, know, you know what I said? Like I said, I've been living with the, the anxiety I of not being able to talk about it for a long time. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and like if we have asked questions that you can't answer, that like totally yeah. understandable. Like, is Barry coming back? <laughs> What? I mean, Barry we're searching, for, Barry? We're searching Barry. for him. Yeah, and then he's coming back, right? So we'll find out. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> I mean, the next arc is called The Search for Barry Allen, so maybe right. they're searching for him. Maybe looking, you know. That'd be yeah. great at the end. It's just like, eh. No, we didn't find him. Oh, well. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> back to my life. Yeah. Back focusing on Wally. Uh, do you guys have any more questions? I know we've had you for about an hour now, so if you have to leave, hour of rambling. I, sorry, I, I got I got <laughs> one more. I don't know if Drew's got any. Yeah, I got one more. You want to go first? Drew's go, ahead, Drew, go, ahead, one. go ahead, Drew. I'm ready. Um, I was actually going to ask about the Justice Society animated movie because we all watched it recently. I watched yeah, it today. I just I just wanted to know: Did were you already writing Flash um, before that, or was that like after? I was, I was, I was, no, that was after, uh, no, yeah. Flash was after Justice Society. I, I was working okay. at, um, Supernatural at the time. And so, uh, Megan and I, uh, were tapped to do that. And, um, they kind of had a, a semi new universe in the animation world. And so it was really, I mean, it's really cool because we had that like Fleischer, almost Superman near the, spoilers, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that surprised uh, me. I was, it was very surprised it, at that. It, well, you know, what's funny about it. I, one of the things I love, Butch Ludic, uh, who was one of the guys on Batman the Animated Series, and he's done tons of stuff. He does, mm -hmm. He's an incredible guy. But he's this big guy who's always just like, okay, whatever. Like, and he has this, like, dour <laughs> face. And we turned in this this script. I know, I think we turned in the outline. I think it was the outline. And we thought it was going to be kind of a PG-rated movie. And um, so we were treating the Nazis kind of like, oh, you know, the Flash would rope them up and, you know, knock them on the head or whatever. And we'd start getting these notes that were like, this is war. Why are you treating the Nazis so good? And then in like the next page, it'd be like, is your family German? You know, and it'd be like, you know, I need you to kill some Nazis. Like, I it was need, like, I need okay, one woman right. to kick a door into a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that was, it was, it was a delightful, a delightful little jaunt into that world 
Yeah. I mean, I've done, I've done so far. I've done. I've I've got something that'll be set in the '80s, which is fun. I did the Ooh. '70s with Batman: Soul of the Dragon. If you haven't seen that, that's my favorite thing I've done. Um, okay. uh, and mainly because I'm a martial art nerd too. So it was like Michael Jai White Same. and Mark DeCasco yeah. Kelly Hu, and it was like, I, like when I met Mark Batman. Dicasco, yeah, and I'm like, uh, hey, Mark DeCasco, I'm like a really big fan. He's like, oh, thanks. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. <laughs> Let me rattle off your first 10 movies and why I like them, you know, it was just... <laughs> Oh my God. Um, my question was going to be, well, actually in the decades, you know, if you, yeah. if you want to slip into the sixties and you want to throw a flash period piece, that'd be cool. But you know, that would be um, <laughs> anyway, my question was uh, probably more in, you know, what would be your advice for, you know, aspiring creators? Obviously, you know, we, we've done some comics on our own and it's been pretty fun. And, you know, we, I think obviously the goal is like, you want to write your characters that you love. Right. right? So, right. you know, as someone who's writing the flash, what is your advice to get there? Cause I've told Drew like by flash 900, I think we could get a story. So what, what, what do you think? What's, what's your <laughs> advice? I mean, I came at it so backwards, right. Through, through film and television and stuff. Um, but what I do know from what people have told me is that, and you can see it, there's such a bustling independent comic scene Oh, and yeah. I do, and I do know that the editors are constantly looking at that stuff. And so, whether you can, I mean, you're doing the right things. You're like having a podcast. You're meeting creators. You're putting out your own stuff. And and that eventually, weirdly, like the networking of what you're doing is essentially the big deal. Like I always say, there, Neil Gaiman gives this great commencement speech about, um, you know, about how he got into the industry and. And he always says you have to be two of these three things. He says you have to be really good or on time or great to work with. And like my variation is I can't tell if I'm very good because I've had people hire me because they like the way I write action. And I've had people tell me my dialogue's terrible. And then I've had people go, I love your dialogue. I think your action's crap. Like it's so subjective what people like. I only can control the controllables, which is I'm going to be the nicest person you will ever work with. And I will turn things not only in on time, I'll turn it in probably earlier than I should. And that's provided me, I have a reputation of being the fastest writer um, in Hollywood, which we all think is really hilarious since I'm writing the flash. flash yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was about uh, to say. And that was like years before I was doing the flash. It was like, I remember Jim Krieg who's like my mentor boss called me up and he's like, if I had a justice league, see you're the flash because <laughs> all you do is just turn things in so quick, you know, and and I think it's also personality wise, but um, you know, that you can only control the controllables, which is you're going to be great. You're going to be nice to work with. You're going to get things in on time. And then you just have to keep creating. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been out here and somebody's like, Oh, I'm a screenwriter. And I'll be like, Oh, really? Um, uh, can I read something? So I'm halfway through. And it's like, they've been out here for 15 years. And you're like, mm. you're halfway through the one screenplay is not going to do it for you. You know, mm. you have to be realistic. You have to keep writing and you have to keep, putting yourself out there. Um, I, the big thing that was motivating for me was I had read Stephen King's book on writing, which I think is the, the tome of tomes when it comes to writing. And um, I had found out that Rod Serling from Twilight Zone had, had written something like 32 scripts before one was sold. And I was like, that's my, that's my goal. I'm going to write 32 scripts. And it didn't take me that long to get on Green Lantern, the animated series, but 
you know, some divine. Great, there was great divine, underrated show, by the way. I, I still great. love that to this day. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of divine intervention and a lot of uh, grace and stuff in between. But so much of it, I know, is making sure that people know you're not crazy, which weirdly is a big deal. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of crazy people out there that want to be in this industry. <laughs> and uh, and that you're and you're doing good work. I mean, I honestly know people that do independent comics, and that is the way they get in. Or or in television, um, there are a lot of playwrights that get jobs on television shows. Playwrights, they're just like, I wrote this play. It's like, oh okay, uh, you know. So <laughs> I read it. Yeah, exactly. You're in. It's like, what? Yeah. How did that happen? I need to write a play. To sort of add for that, I don't know if you can confirm or not, but there's a there's a documentary called Blueprint. Tom McFarlane was on there, and he mm. said he got into comics by he would submit, he would get declined, so he just the next week he would call them back and he'd be like, okay, well, I did some different stuff this time. I did some different stuff. So yeah. that's kind of been my inspiration. Like I I recently did a 24 page comic, and I've been saying that off to so many different people. Like look what I did. Look what I did. Would you publish right. it? And so right. even if I get declined, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll try again next week. I'll call them back. Right. I literally was I mean, on the phone with people today being like, hey, did you get my submission? I think that's what you have to do. And then it's like mm-hmm. over at conventions, they have like yeah. editors that will do critiques and stuff. And, right. and um, you know, like I said, I'm new to it, but like people are like, oh, why don't you do, I want, there's a ton of indie comics I want to do. But again, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, do I, do, do I try to get published? publish some and it's not necessarily like i'm doing the flash but it doesn't mean i just had an instance with an independent comic company that were like we love this thing that you did here's all the notes that we want you to change it i'm like i was like no this is mine i don't want to change it you know and and so what do you do do you do a kickstarter and it's like i've thought about it but i don't think i would necessarily get enough people to want to fund it yet Mm -hmm. because i'm still new you know, and not enough people know about me, but, but there's a certain amount of like just building your reputation and getting it out there. And there are, there are people that will, there's tons of people. I mean, whether it's Aftershock or AWA, I'm like, I'm just learning this business a little bit. And it's just like, right. Oh man. And it just feels like the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic, it just seems like it exploded and it's no longer just the big two. It's just so many different books and so many crazy good books. So, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if the first one doesn't succeed, you do another one. And if that doesn't succeed, you do another one. Like at this exactly. point, I burned the ships a long time ago. And it's like, I don't know what else to do. I I have had so many highs. And then it's immediately like, well, are they hiring at 7-Eleven? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I don't know the answer. I wish I did. Because like last year was a tough year. I, and thank goodness there were comic books. Uh, but they don't, they're not like high paying jobs. Right. You know, and, um, and all you can do is persevere. I mean... I don't do any of it for the money. My second date with my wife, I was like, listen, I'm probably going to be poor the rest of my life. Like, just so you know. <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, by the way. Sign here, initial oh, here. Young gentlemen, don't, don't do that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> at the time, I was dating people that really had expectations on me making a certain amount of money or something and i was like oh you so work I in hollywood <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i was just like listen i saw I you right movies probably, yeah and most of the people i know that work in this industry it's like they have second jobs and you do because you love it and hopefully people it resonates with people and they dig it but that's the only thing you can do is just keep doing it you know yeah 
That's what That's we want to do. So thank you. It makes yeah. me want to write more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Draw more. I mean, but if you haven't read Stephen King's book, you know you have to. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out now after this, you know, because when when you turn ninety five and finally get off the flash book, I think I want my turn. You'll be there <laughs> waiting. You'll be there waiting. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, you have to read you have to you have to read Stephen King. What was the title yeah. again for that? It's called On Writing. It's the greatest writing book ever. And it's it's like autobiography slash how he goes about writing. Now, you know, clarifying, he writes a novel like every month and a half. So take it with a grain of salt. Right. <laughs> he, I mean, he is workmanlike and I can never do that. I know for me, the way things changed was I was talking such a good game coming out in Hollywood. And at some point I was like, I have to actually create something. And I was like, what's the bare minimum amount of time that I can write every day. I was literally like, what, what could I actually do without being like, I can, you know, like when you go to the gym, it's like, I'm going to work out. It's like, I needed to know what could I, and I am such an ADD personality. I was like, I have to figure out what to do. And I was like, I will set a timer for an hour in the morning and I will write. And whether or not I write a page, whether I write 15, you know, like lines, it doesn't matter or nothing. I was like, what is it going to do? And I did that. The next thing I know, I had a script done easily in a month. And then I was like, holy crap. And I'm a big believer in incremental uh, progress. And so it was like, I didn't put too much pressure on myself, but I knew I had to do something. You know, there are talkers and doers. And like, I knew I had to just like the bare minimum, the bare minimum. And, and I even say like, if you can't do an hour, then do a half an hour. Just right. do just tiny bits and and you'll it'll just accumulate. I mean, it will weirdly accumulate. Yeah. So it's good advice. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, listen, I'm telling you, Stephen King's book will get you pumped to write. You said it's on, right? It's and I'll make you writing. really, really weirded out about adverbs to the point that like you have this crippling, like, I don't know. I don't even know what an adverb is anymore. I'm, I'm completely <laughs> English language and I. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, you guys have any more last questions or are we... That was a good outro for me. I like it. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. Jeremy, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, you've given us a lot of thank insight. You. Uh, oh, it's you, it's great to know that the Flash is in you know safe hands here, in good hands, and uh, he, he better stay in your hands or we yeah, never know what's going to happen. Or... Listen, if uh -oh. you buy the book, then I'm going to keep him safe, like the I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so. it's, it's it's good to you know I, I love to see you know they talk about like you know meet your heroes you know meet, meet the person who's writing the Flash and it's nice to know that like you know a good guy's writing them so you know it makes oh, me very thank happy you. to see down. <laughs> thank, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. This was this was a lot yeah, of fun. Thank you. I'm smiling ear to ear the whole time. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. And I really appreciate. it If you would like to come back on again one day, that would be amazing. Like few months down the line of course when there's more to talk yeah. about because oh my god barry's back or something like that <laughs> so, Barry yeah, I see you're trying to trick me. yeah trying to yeah it's like the tornado <laughs> twins again yeah. Yeah. oh my god i will definitely but, uh, take you up on that sounds good yeah we'll, we'll have to shoot you a message but yeah thank you so much again and yeah awesome definitely and uh, if you're listening on uh youtube and all that stuff if you could uh give us a Subscribe, like, it all helps. Uh, give Jeremy a follow on Instagram at Space Kicker. Yeah, uh, if you don't, so, if you don't like this podcast, then somebody's gonna die in the flash. No, she can't. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's a threat. That's a promise. <laughs> oh yeah, the reverse flash is coming back. Zoom, he's coming back. Hey, that, maybe Zoom's that's gonna, a good thing. Zoom's gonna, gonna put his hand through someone. Man. And yeah, <laughs> unless you leave a comment. 
But uh, right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening and uh, check out a hero story every week. So yeah, bye. Woo.